long term, of course, lack of restful sleep, and I emphasize the word because, again, it's not how many hours you lie there. Mm-hmm. Lack of restful sleep can lead to more serious problems, such as your immune system suffers. This week, Dr. Noel Nelson explains how sleeping next to your spouse, even when you're doing so lovingly, might be affecting your health negatively. And yes, this goes beyond snoring. Stay tuned. The whole mission of Hitched is to help couples enjoy their marriage and live happily ever after. That's one of the reasons we have the Hitched Wine Club. We wanted to offer something that would be a reminder every month for couples to sit down, reconnect, and enjoy the company of one another. We have partnered with the fantastic Touring and Tasting who hand select the wines that will be delivered to your door each month. You can go to our website, hitchedmag.com, click on the Wine Club link, and check out the different club options available to you. Again, visit hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the fabulous, the brilliant Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Hi, Noelle. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about sleeping by your mate's side and how that may not always be the best thing for you. Oh, I'm excited to talk about this, Noelle. Um, (laughs) Before we jump into it, though, I want to properly introduce you. So, Noelle is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of many, many, many best-selling books. Uh, her most recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Uh, her latest book is called Happy, Healthy, Dead, uh, and it is a fantastic book about how you can live a happy, fulfilling, active life all the way up to the very, very end. Uh, She has created a group uh, that you can follow on Facebook called Meet the Amazings, where she demonstrates this with uh, ongoing stories of people who are 70, 80, 90, 100 plus years old doing very active, physically active things in their life, taking up new activities at a late age. I mean, I'm talking about surfing, running marathons, playing tennis, all sorts of really cool things. So check it out if you want some inspiration. I know I love it, and I think you will too. And of course, buy the book Happy Healthy Dead because it's amazing. Okay, so with that out of the way, Noelle, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, this is why I love talking to you because you're brilliant. Um, You say that um, sleeping in the same bed as your spouse uh, or partner or whomever it could be impairing your health. Uh, I have found that sleeping, uh, next to my wife is like really comforting. Like I know when I snuggle up to her in bed, like I immediately feel my entire body relax. So how could this, uh, snuggle session possibly impair my health? As long as you are enjoying said snuggle session throughout the night, it is fabulous. It is wonderful. It is terrific for your health. And roughly 50% of married couples experience the joy of the snuggle session through the whole night. I don't mean necessarily you're snuggling through the whole night, but a peaceful night's sleep by their mate's side. Uh But 
roughly half of the participants in uh, a number of studies are woken up through the night at some point by either their partner's movements or noises or activities. We always think of it just as snoring. But snoring is not the only thing that wakes people up. Um, Sometimes as we dream or as we go into REM sleep, our bodies twitch Mm. completely involuntarily. You're Mm -hmm. not sitting there going, oh, let's twitch. (laughs) And if you're close physical proximity to your mate and your leg starts twitching, he or she may find that disturbing. They may wake up or Mm -hmm. they may just be irritated. I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, Sometimes there's activities such as um, one of you will uh, wake up and and want some water and so you'll get out of bed and you go get the glass of water. If your partner is a light sleeper or just finds that, wakes them up, then they're woken up. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you need to blow your nose. Or maybe you sneezed. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you rolled over onto their arm Mm -hmm. without meaning to, etc. In other words, although we, we tend to think of what disturbs partner sleep is snoring, as I've just mentioned a whole bunch of examples, there's a lot of other stuff. And it's not a problem if it's once in a while. I mean, so what? So, you know, your partner rolled over on your foot once last year. I mean, mm-hmm. no, who cares? Yeah. That really isn't what messes up sleep. It's when the, be it noise or activity or physical disruption happens fairly regularly and usually more than once in the night. Mm-hmm. So this that, is like an ongoing chronic thing. Correct. Correct. And as you can imagine, um, if you don't get restful sleep, so sometimes it's not even the number of hours because mm-hmm. we vary a lot uh, as humans in terms of how many uh, hours we, we require, but there's a difference between lying in your bed for eight hours of which only three are restful and lying in your bed for five hours, of which all five were restful. Mm, mm-hmm. So that's really what we're talking about, is how much restful sleep you're getting. Because when you're not, a number of things happen. Um, we've all experienced this. I mean, my mind is, I, I'm cranky. It's real simple. <laughs> if I don't have good sleep, I am cranky. And everybody around me, unfortunately, probably suffers from it for at least the first hour of the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, for other people, they are sluggish. They just can't wake up. I mean, they they try, they, they have their shower and they drink their coffee or whatever, and they're still sort of kind of, you know, dragging uh, into, into work or whatever. So long-term, of course, lack of restful sleep, and I emphasize the word because, again, it's not how many hours you lie there. Mm-hmm. Lack of restful sleep can lead to more serious problems, such as your immune system suffers, your cardiac system suffers. I mean, it, it, it has impact. There's mm-hmm. a reason why uh, we are built and most mammals are built to sleep at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so th- that's kind of what talked about. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting too because we are constantly learning more about how important sleep is for our bodies mm-hmm. and minds. <laughs> um, oh, yes, and mind especially. Yeah. Do you know that memory is consolidated during sleep? No. Isn't that cool? In other words, as you sleep, what scientists have found is that your brain is busy reviewing and organizing the events of the day and consolidating memory. Wow. I know. 
isn't that interesting? That is yeah. super interesting. Um, Which is why you learn better if you review something and then you go to sleep. Oh, that makes sense too. So, so yep. then you recommended then to like read before you go to sleep. Well, if it's something that not something that's gonna you know um, get you all distressed, oh, like uh-huh. a murder mystery gotcha. or or something that might distress you. But what I'm speaking of specifically is students. The studies have been done on students who. R- They've already learned their material during the day, whatever. And then at night, they go over it again. Got it. And then go to sleep. They retain better because it's closer, if you will, to in time to when the mind, the brain, is going to now consolidate memory. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I wouldn't read um, the latest uh, uh, Who It." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three seconds before. That's why people who look at their... Uh, at the news right before mm. going to bed, mm-hmm. often suffer or sleep. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like we we started this about impaired sleep and um, not getting enough sleep or restful sleep. Uh, we just talked mm-hmm. about how it can make you sluggish for the next day. Um, but you're saying that there's even more to it than what we've already discussed. Yes, because we're speaking specifically about marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, the hitch is 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 devoted to uh, marriages, and in particular, good marriages, solid relationships, that sort of thing. Well, when you haven't gotten enough sleep or restful sleep, you can easily turn into the worst you, the one that your partner would never have married, mm-hmm. and that makes you less understanding. You know. Sleep deprivation takes a toll on your sense of humor, for sure, on your empathy, even on your ability to make decisions, and all of this is is research-based. Now, think of how that would impact your relationship. Mm -hmm. If your sense of humor is in the toilet, it's not going to be a good day with your spouse, because if you don't have that sense of humor to rescue things here and there, it can be very unhappy. How about your empathy? If you don't have empathy for whatever went on with your spouse that day, right? Mm -hmm. Then again, your relationship will suffer. And you have to be able to make decisions. You're in a couple. Mm -hmm. Chances are good you you have a family in addition to the couple part. If you can't make decisions or if your decisions are faulty or slow or otherwise impaired by lack of sleep... You're not going to be a good spouse. Okay. So that creates quite the dilemma. So uh, you sleep next to your spouse and uh, you do not get a good restful sleep. Uh, You wake up the next morning making you a worse spouse. So uh, what do we do in this? Well, here's the sad truth. The sad truth is because there is part of what you call the snuggle sensation – we want to sleep next to our spouses. Mm-hmm. I mean, given a good a good marriage, that you want that, and so often we will put up with a less than restful sleep because you don't want to give up on the snuggle part. Mm-hmm. And the second part, a second face, if you will, of this dilemma is peer pressure. In other words, in our culture, it is considered normal and quotes right end quotes, to sleep by your spouse. Mm. We do not, I mean, our 
I certainly remember my grandparents having separate beds, not because they didn't love each other, they loved each other hugely, but because in their day, that's what you did, Mm -hmm. which always made me think, well, I have a mind that goes in strange places, (laughs) Um, but I'll leave that one to everybody else's imagination, but um, because they certainly managed to produce children and so forth, Uh (laughs) but the thing is, is that it's considered the right and proper thing to do to sleep next to your spouse. So, more often than not, unfortunately, partners will, I'm going to say the word put up with in the gentle sense of the word, will put up with their partner's disturbance of their own sleep kind of as a willing sacrifice to the marriage. Mm. But that ain't a good idea. So, okay, so we're talking about this and we are identifying the um, the fallout from uh, an unrestful night's sleep. So mm-hmm. you listen to this and you think, okay, well, I'm going to wake up and I'm... Because I think part of the problem is a lot of people don't recognize when they wake up that they are, in fact, cranky until they snap at somebody. So if you wake Correct. up and you don't feel restful, um, knowing, having that knowledge of like, oh, you know what? I better keep to myself right now because... I'm probably not going to present myself as the best version of who I am. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that still doesn't make you the best version of your who you are, but at least it prevents some of the damage that you might cause the relationship. Is that something that you could do? It is a possible. There are some others. But let's put it this way. Self-awareness is always the key. Uh-huh. Always, always, always. And so, if, if you start by simply kind of gauging your own restfulness and see, well, do I feel rested after I've slept? I mean, talking about a normal night, right? Not when you've had a horrible week at work or uh, you partied down with your friends just a bit much. I'm not talking, I'm just talking normal. Normal, regular activities for you in your day and so forth. When you, when you wake up in the morning, do you feel rested? That's number one, right there, awareness. Because only if you are aware, yeah, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'm good. As opposed to, oh, gosh darn it, you know, I'm feeling kind of out of sorts and my body aches or or I'm for me it would be I'm cranky or I'm awful slow. Then maybe the awareness can kick in and mm, maybe I need to do something about my sleep. Mm-hmm. And it isn't taking a pill. Yeah. And Let me put that in right there. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah, no, that no, that's actually a really great point because I'm sure there's a lot of pharmaceutically assisted night's yeah. sleep out there. Um, yeah. So I think that's an important thing. The other thing I was going to ask you is, so we talk about the harm caused by not having a good night's sleep. Um, and, yeah. and I talked about how I immediately kind of relax when I snuggle up to my spouse in bed. And mm-hmm. we know that touch releases feel-good chemicals. Um, I think Truly. I think you have brought it up to me in the past about how when a couple has been together a long time and blah, 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 that their hearts will mm-hmm. actually start sinking. Yes, they do. So yes, they this do. all sounds like really great stuff. So I guess what I'm trying – I'm trying to do some math here about like cost-benefit analysis of, okay – how many nights sleep of like how many bad nights of sleep uh, offset 
you know, the benefits of like having that touch and that like sinking rhythm of being with your spouse and me just melting into the sheets when I touch my spouse, because it just like puts me at ease. So like, you know what I mean? Well, we're not up to the solution yet. (laughs) Okay. I jumped the gun. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fine. And that is certainly um, an important point, which is no, you don't want to miss out on all those good things. Uh You don't. So, the solution, as is common with couple issues, is it has to turn into a we solution, not a me or you solution. Mm, okay. So, a we solution starts out with, you know what, I've noticed, because I'm going to put it on me, because that's, that's where the problem lies, all right? Okay. I've noticed that I'm a light sleeper. And when you roll over or when you grab some water or when you get up to pee or whatever it is, I have trouble getting back to sleep. And so I don't end up sleeping really well. But God, I love sleeping with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where you start. Honey, how do you think we might work on this? What do you think we might do? Because there's any number of solutions. There is, for example, the solution of get a bigger bed. Mm-hmm. All right? I don't know what you, you – know, I don't mean you personally, Steve. Sure. But uh, whatever people happen to be sleeping in, you know, sometimes the answer is as simple as start the night cuddled, mm-hmm. have a nice snuggle session. And when you feel yourself drifting off or when they feel themselves, is move over to your – what euphemistically might be called your side of the bed. Yeah. And see if that doesn't help resolve a lot of it. The second thing is there are mattresses that are more or less, I don't know, made for kangaroos or something that, that <laughs> spring up at every, <laughs> at every touch. Yeah. And then there are mattresses that are, I don't want to say the, use the word firm because that's a, um, a mattress store term, but mattresses that are better suited to not reflecting every single stinking little move yeah. that either one of you makes. Well, we've seen the commercials so you, of them putting the wine glass on the mattress and somebody jumping up and down next to it and it not spilling the wine. Well, there you go. Yeah, so if right? you're having problems, then you need one of those. Exactly. <laughs> In other words, as soon as you make it a we solution, mm-hmm. not a darn it. I, I can't get any decent sleep because you're always rolling around or getting up or whatever the thing is, snoring, whatever. By the way, snoring now, it should be the least of anybody's problems because science and medicine have come up with all sorts of solutions to snoring, mm-hmm. um, including the, the, the nasal strip, which apparently works extremely well. So, you know, unless you have a serious sleep apnea problem, um, for the most part, snoring can be relatively easily handled. Uh, you know, talk to your... Your, pharma, your pharmacist or your physician about that one. It's the other the other ones that are that tend to cause more problems because we don't even recognize it. Like REM you know? sleep twitching. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. And so you know, if if those kinds of solutions don't work, then there's always the possibility that I'll bet you anything my grandparents employed, which is to start your snuggle session in your separate beds, and then when you feel yourself truly drifting off, is move over to the other bed. Mm. Mm-hmm. In other words, you don't have to miss out. And then when morning comes and you feel yourself slightly waking up and you want to enjoy some cuddle time, is move back over. Mm, uh, yeah, that's a good idea too. I mean, nothing says that you have to sacrifice something which is dear and precious and life-giving just because there's some annoyance in the middle. Mm-hmm. And and I think this is a wee solution. 
Yeah. No, I love that you you highlight that point because when you I think as soon as you start attacking uh somebody particularly when it comes to like sleep because so many times to your point it's not a conscious thing that somebody's disturbing the other person's sleep. It's not like I'm trying to Correct. twitch in the middle of the night to wake you up and and I Correct. I recognize that you are a light sleeper. Um but when you do um, attack it as a Wii solution. And I love the fact that um, you come together trying to find a, a a solution for this as opposed to making excuses for it or blaming Correct. other people because it's so easy just to blame someone. Like, I can't, I can't get a good night's sleep because so-and-so snores. Well, that's a shit excuse. Right. You know, you can... Yeah. No, you can find a solution. You're just choosing not to find yeah. a solution. And so... Right. I it, I mean, you rattled off like <laughs> six different ideas, start in different beds, move to different <laughs> beds, go to different sides, buy a different right. mattress, make right. a big, have a bigger right. bed, nasal strips. Right. I mean, there are so many opportunities to improve your night's right. sleep if you just get creative about right. it and right. you have this conversation where you're not attacking each other. So I think that's really important to Correct. just kind of point out that, you know, this is not a malicious thing. And this is one of the things that I love about Hitched is we're not talking about garbage relationships that are hanging on by a thread these are you guys are loving no. people who want the best for yes. each other uh yes. approach it that way and i and i and i recognize that and don't by the way don't do this don't try to find the solution the next morning when you're cranky <laughs> no oh god no right like i because you don't want to have the bad night's sleep wake up the next morning be like ah, i couldn't sleep last night blah 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 blah, blah. and then you start attacking people so uh, I think that's oh, another important it's good, thing to Steve. talk about. It's very good. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, you know, just know that you guys are on the same side. You guys both want each other to have a fantastic night's sleep, I hope. And you, you, you come up with some like really good solutions. And if, by the way, if something doesn't work, it doesn't mean that you can't have a good night's sleep. You can try something else. Cause I think that's another Absolutely problem that happens is like well we tried a mattress and it didn't work so obviously there's no other mattress on the planet that could actually help us or well no and here's where help us right here's where a resource such as hitched mag and this is a free plug <laughs> Love it. but is so valuable which is believe me whatever issue you're going through in your in your relationship other people have too mm -hmm. and they have come up with all sorts of solutions and therefore hitched mag is a wealth of solutions that other people have come to for similar problems or other experts have addressed in other words you're not alone you're not alone mm -hmm. just because you're alone in your bed with your spouse doesn't mean you're alone in the universe of couples yeah um as as Steve said, I mean, I rattled off a half a dozen ideas, and that's just a half a dozen ideas over thinking about it for an hour or so. Imagine the the combined wealth of ideas of how many subscribers do you have, Steve, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So you you have lots and lots of help. There's no reason whatsoever for you not to be able to accomplish the goal of both enjoying the physical comfort and intimacy with your spouse and having a restful night's sleep mm -hmm. one of the uh one of the things that i tell people a lot uh and it's exactly what you had just said is you you are not special like what you guys do is not like the only person in the universe that does that and so to your point, uh, there are other people going through what you're going through. 
it's just a fact. Like there's there's over seven billion people on this planet. Of course, somebody else has come across the same issue you have come across. Um, and to think otherwise is almost statistically impossible. So the answers are out there. Um, and, you mm-hmm. know, one of them might not work for you, but I'm sure you, if you keep digging and you actually want to find the solution, you, you can find it. So um, was there anything else that you wanted to add before we uh, button this thing up, Noel? No, just to reiterate a point you made, Steve, which is get creative. Mm-hmm. Get creative. That's part of the fun of being a couple is you get to be creative together. And it's a lot of fun when you start doing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, thank you so much, Noel. Uh, I, I hope this, this helped and inspired people to find some solutions for their um, un, less than restful night's sleep. So let's just say that. Uh, so thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, as the author of many, many best-selling books. Uh, Her most recent is Happy Healthy Dead. You can get more information at her website, noellenelson.com. You can find her group, Meet the Amazings, on Facebook. And of course, you can find all the other books on her website uh, as well as on Hitch. So uh, check that out. And um, that's going to do it. So until next time, uh, one last time, thank you so much, Noel. Thank you, Steve. Okay, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody. 